Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place where women come to learn how to improve their health, beauty, body language, and communication. I'm Christine Brunelli, and I'm your host, and today we're going to explore imposter syndrome. It's a sexy buzzword right now. It really means self-doubt, but we're going to dig into it because it is something that stops us from being the best version of ourselves. It prevents us from earning a salary that we desire, from building a business that we want, from having a relationship that we want. There are so many things that it gets in the way of. It's time for us to put an end to it. Are you ready? Let's get started. If you're a female business owner, female entrepreneur, whether that is an online business or a brick and mortar business, and you don't like the camera, but you know if you showed up on camera more, it would help your brand. It would help your business grow. I have something for you, and it is coming out this September 2022, and you can get on the wait list for it. Just get your name on the wait list so that you get updates and information about what it's going to be all about. But in a nutshell, it is helping you go from camera shy to camera fly, and I take all of my expertise and serve you at the intersection of health and beauty. All of my background and my health background, we work on nutrition and fitness so that you feel good in your body and you glow from the inside out. But then I take all of my beauty salon experience and help you with the hair, the makeup, the styling for your body type, all of that in one course so that by the end of it, you are going to show up on camera looking good as the expert you are for your clients. If you are interested in getting on this wait list, I highly recommend you go to the show notes after this episode and sign up. Just get on the wait list. That's all it's going to do for you. And you will get updates closer to September when the course is getting ready to be released. Hope to see you there. I'm not ready yet. I don't have the qualifications. I need to take one more course. They're going to find out and think I'm a fraud and say, who in the heck is she? How dare she even try to do something like this? Or I've known her for years. She's not qualified. All of these fears, that's imposter syndrome. That's self-doubt. It's where we feel unqualified or fraudulent, like I'm no one who is ever going to listen to me or incompetent. Those feelings are legitimate feelings, but they're not legitimate truths. This is something that has even been studied, and it's really sexy right now to hear the word imposter syndrome, and it's thrown around a lot, and I'm going to try to tackle it in under 20 minutes because you and my listeners are really enjoying the shorter episodes, and I get it. I'm busy, so I'm going to roll right into it so that you can hear a little bit about what imposter syndrome is how it shows up in your life, and some actionable steps you can do to nip it in the bud because I have a different spin on it. I think imposter syndrome is a little bit of too much paying attention to self. You're worried about yourself way too much. It's actually selfish for you to be worried so much about what's keeping you stuck. And let me go on and elaborate so that I can make more sense with that. But the Journal of General Internal Medicine in 2020 did a study, and you can find all kinds of studies online, but I thought this was fascinating. They found that up to 82% 
of people in this study faced feelings of imposter phenomenon. They call it phenomenon. It's not technically a clinical diagnosis, but it is something that is seen with people that are in counseling and therapy. It is something that is real. We feel it. We feel like we're just not there yet. And what happens when we don't feel that way? When we don't feel ready? All kinds of things happen. We don't ask for what we want. We don't ask for the raise that we want or deserve. We don't pursue a relationship that you think would be good for you. We don't pursue a career or a dream. Worse, we don't start a business that we know that we know that we know we could do and crush it because we feel like we're not ready. Because I didn't take business in college or I don't know how to do X, Y, Z, but I know I've got this in my brain and I know it would be a phenomenal idea. That self-doubt is hurting you. These are signs that you have imposter syndrome. So I want you to think about where you're stuck because that's number one. You're stuck or frozen somewhere. You feel like if you move forward in this, you're going to be found out. People are going to look at you and go, hmm not qualified. She has no business doing this. And we're going to talk about that. You also feel like you're incompetent or unqualified because you don't have XYZ degree or certification, or you had all the certifications and training. You put yourself out there. It didn't go the way you wanted. And now you say, oopsie, shouldn't have done that. You're a fraud. You should have never done it. (laughs) I've done so many things that flopped I have to tell you, I don't have a fear of flopping. (laughs) Uh, You have to get over that. But I don't berate myself. That's where the imposter syndrome comes in. I've really trained my brain to not talk negative and just take it as a learning experience. Imposter syndrome will talk negative and keep you frozen. It'll keep you stuck. Who struggles with feeling like a fraud more, men or women? Who do you think? You would be right if you guessed women. We are chronic overthinkers and worriers (laughs) as a species, but also the underrepresented populations really struggle with it. I listened to an interesting podcast this week that covered this very topic, and it was about diversity and inclusion. And that doesn't tie in with my topic right now, except to say this, it really helped shine light on how underrepresented populations or minority populations feel like imposters because it has not been shown that their culture or their community can succeed or reach a certain level of success. In other words, if we have not seen a, I'll pick an extreme one for the United States, we have not seen a black female president of the United States. Okay, let's use that as an example. Little girls growing up in black communities, little black girls, don't see this portrayed anywhere in movies, in media, in real life. And so when they try to pursue these goals, these aspirations, they question themselves because it hasn't been put forth to them that it's a possibility. Now, they can be told it's a possibility because I hear all the objections. I listen to this podcast going, but wait, if they have the right parenting, they'll know it's a possibility. Accurate. That's true. But if they don't see the images of people that look like them, 
when they're little kids and they start learning, you know, skin color or eye shape or disability, physical disability, anything like that, if they don't see someone that looks like them, they may feel like it's not possible for them and they would be a fraud if they pursued it. It takes extra guts for that little girl to grow up and believe she can reach it. So that is a population that has been studied for imposter syndrome Not one particular culture, but the underrepresented or minority populations struggle with this a lot. That podcast really helped me open my eyes to how diversity and inclusion can really help everyone on so many levels, starting with children. If you're interested, I almost never promote other podcasts, but it is really good. It's Jasmine Star, the Jasmine Star Show. Just go back a couple episodes and you'll see it. It's it's quick and it's really helpful. I think that it is something that I am excited to include in my business because I want all people, all women from everywhere to know that they can be the best version of themselves and shatter glass ceilings. You can too. No matter who you are, where you came from, what your background is, this lie that's in your brain that says you're not qualified, you are underqualified, or you're not competent, that's a lie. This is negative self-talk. This is something that either someone told you and you believe it, or... You are telling yourself over and over again, you're getting this, nope, can't do it. I'm not there yet. I'm scared. I I equate it to the first time I jumped off this place in Jamaica where they cliff jump. Uh, it's in Negril, and there's the Negril cliff jumpers, and they're beautiful to watch, these cliff divers. They climb up to this enormously high, tiny, teeny little ladder that, I mean, you look at it and think, oh, dear God, like... <laughs> How can that be strong enough to hold them? They they go from the standing on the rock, the edge of the cliff into the water is about 35 feet of a drop into the water. They go starting at 35 feet and probably at least another 35, maybe 50 feet higher. And they do these beautiful swan dives and all of this into the beautiful crystal turquoise water of Jamaica. I remember when I went there and I was standing on the edge, they have a little platform where you can, you don't climb that little ladder that's saved for the locals, but you can go to the edge. I wonder if you've ever been there. It's so much fun to do, but I have no fear of water. I love it. I could be a mermaid. I just have so much fun when I'm in the water. It feels like it's part of me. I have no fear of landing in a cannonball in the water. I mean, I have a big enough bum that can handle it, right? So why on earth I stood at the edge of this platform and it took me, oh, there was a line behind me, but it took me a couple minutes to get my gumption to jump. If I were at a swimming pool, I mean, I would do anything and jump in the water off of a diving board or whatever, but this 35 foot drop took a little bit of extra And it was not imposter syndrome, it was fear. It was some weird fear because I saw probably 50 people do it before me. And I saw the guys climb this big ladder and do that before me. Nothing was in the bottom of that water that was going to hurt me when I landed. It just had this, 
I don't know. It was just this thing that didn't let me move forward. And I feel like imposter syndrome does that to us. Imposter syndrome makes us stand on the platform for way too long. If you're just starting out, maybe you're starting a new business from scratch and you've never had one before, you're a brand new business owner, or you're getting into a new field that you've never been in, let me tell you a little bit about how it felt for me, and I'll bet you can relate. When I graduated and I got licensed as a chiropractor, the very first patient that I saw, oh my gosh, the imposter syndrome was real. Who am I? I'm a college graduate, right? I have no clinical experience except college monitored clinical experience. If you think your physicians, your dentists, any of those people never felt imposter syndrome, you would be wrong. That is another population where it lives high and mighty. It took a long time of seeing patients and helping them and having them get results for me to overcome that imposter syndrome. But even, oh, let's say 10 years in, so I'm licensed and practicing 10 years in. I've been licensed in for 29 years. So this was a while ago. But the first pregnant woman that came to me who wanted me to help turn the baby, because I worked a lot with pregnancy and pediatrics, and chiropractors can help when a baby is breached, help get that baby to get uncomfortable so they go head down, right? But I had not done one yet. And it is all external. It has nothing to do with anything internal. If you're wondering how in the world does that help, find a chiropractor specializes in Webster technique. But I'll get off the subject there and get back to where I was. I was honored that she thought of me. I was shaking in my boots thinking, okay, I'm trained. I haven't done this before. Who am I? And I overcame it. And, you know, 10 years after that, I got a thank you card in the mail with this beautiful baby boy picture on the card and a handwritten note saying, thank you so much. Because of you, my baby was head down. I had a normal vaginal delivery. And if it weren't for you, I probably would have been headed for C-section. And now I have this beautiful experience and this healthy baby boy. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll tell you, the imposter syndrome is real for all of your professionals in the healthcare field. They started out with it. I can guarantee it. So what do we do to overcome it? Well, you just heard me. You take action. You move forward. All right. Well, how do we do that? Because I've been trying to move forward for a long time, Christine. Okay. Well, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you five things. Get a piece of paper out. And if you don't have it right now because you're driving, do it when you get to a place where you can do this on your phone or write it down. Number one, you're going to acknowledge you don't know everything. Write it down. I don't know everything and I'm okay with it. People actually appreciate that. No one likes a know-it-all anyway. All they're looking for is someone that knows more than them, right? So you're okay. Write down that you don't know it all and you're okay with that. Number two, whatever it is where you feel imposter syndrome, learn all the facts around what it is that you feel like a fraud in. Learn all the facts and then write down those facts and write down what you already know about them. I think you'll surprise yourself in how much you do already know. Number three, celebrate your small wins. Actually celebrate all wins, big and small. Every single tiny thing. 
I don't care if it was, I put a post on Instagram today. I've never done that for my business before. That's worth celebrating. If you do anything like that and you have no one in your corner to celebrate you, send me an email. I'll celebrate you. I love this stuff. Number four, this is a big one. Let go of perfectionism. Perfectionism is the lowest standard you can have. Did you hear that? You know why? It's impossible to achieve. It's in our vernacular. Like we'll say, oh, that's perfection. But truly, perfection doesn't exist. And by you having a bar in your mind of what you think perfection or your best, like this is what I have to be for me to move forward looks like, you're setting yourself up a safe place to land when you don't succeed to your expectation. You're setting yourself up to fail. Let go of perfectionism. Done is better than perfect. Start messy. Learn from the mistakes. I'm doing that right now. As I'm recording this podcast, I'm doing a beta program for my on-camera confidence program that's launching in September. This program is being formulated with my founding members and my beta testers, and there are glitchy things that have happened since I started it. You have to start somewhere. Start messy. People don't expect perfection. They expect authenticity. All right. The final one I want you to do is grow your self-compassion muscle because you're being too hard on yourself. And it is a muscle. You're going to have to get good at saying, I'm going to do better next time. It's okay. I'm not stuck. I'm not a fraud. I made a mistake. Let's see what I can learn from it. What is the information that I learned telling me? How can I tweak it? Make this more of a bird's eye view of your experience. And my biggest thing I want to leave you with is what I started with in the beginning of this episode. Stop being selfish. Ooh, did I just say that? 100%. Because you focusing on you and your idea that you are not qualified or you don't have the resources or you're just not, you're not enough. All of your focus is on you instead of who you can help. If you have a servant's heart, if you're in this because you want to help people, put your focus and attention on them. Take it off of you. They need you. And you're sitting here dwelling on all the reasons why you can't help them when they're just waiting for you. Imagine if you just helped one person. What the ripple effect would that be? What if you helped two people? Would it be worth it? I think it would be. So stop being selfish because imposter syndrome, to me, is a form of selfishness. You can get out there right now and start helping people with what you know serving people with what you know. You can. You have to start in your mind believing that it's all about them. You're going to learn more as you go. You're going to perfect things as you go. You're going to sharpen as you go, but you have to get started to go. Let me recap the five action steps. One, acknowledge you don't know it all. Two, learn all the facts and write down all the facts that you already know. Three, celebrate your small wins. Four, let go of perfectionism. And five, grow that self-compassion muscle that allows you to make mistakes. 
And my final word, start thinking about the people you can help and you're going to overcome and crush imposter syndrome. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you next time. You could do something for me that would be amazing. And that would be going to Apple podcasts and hitting the stars. Give me a review. That is a gift to all podcasters. It only takes a second. If you have the ability, I would so appreciate it. If you're not subscribed, make sure you hit subscribe so that you get notified every time a new episode releases. And until then, my friend, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day. 